A mother's faith. Wow. Um, who in here had a faithful mother? Anybody? Just If you had a faithful mom, raise your hand. Wow. Faithful mothers, that, that faith of a mother. It, it is amazing when we think about a mother's faith and, and what it is about that that taught us to love God. Uh, I am very thankful for a mother's faith. It was my mom's faith that helped me grow and helped me to understand my call to ministry. It was a faith that she lived out in front of us and still does to this day. Um, very, very thankful for the faith of a mother. I'm thankful for my wife's faithfulness and that my daughter could see a, a woman who gave herself to the Lord and, and gave herself to the work of God. And, and our, our daughter has is, is certainly had a, a good person to look up to with, with my wife, and I'm very, very thankful for that. Let me tell you what's fun as a pastor. What is fun as a pastor is to watch people as they grow and become moms. Two today are, two that I'm thinking of today are here, and I have known them since they were much younger, uh, 17 and a half years ago when we came to this church. Uh, Marty was just, you were, we won't make you tell your age, but you were young. Huh? She's not ashamed. She was 14, and now we watch her and little Luke, and, and uh, you know, and, and Luke is just crack you up in a heartbeat. I mean, the boy is his father's child. And uh, y'all pray for Marty. And then the other one that I, we know of that was here who has a child is Paige. And, and her little girl doesn't like me, but little Anthony's okay with me. We're, Addie doesn't look like anybody right now. But we laugh because when Addie acts up, we all say the same thing. It's Paige Elizabeth all over again, right? And it's just tough, you know, it's tough. And we all know where Paige got it from, Tammy. And, uh, you know. But my point is to watch these two mothers, to be able to see that they're bringing their children to church, they're raising them to do what is right. Do you know what a joy that is for me as a pastor, watching these that I saw when I first came here as they grow? Um, that means that Guy and Tammy are old grandparents and um but uh you know and and you've got Howard back there who's so thankful and proud of all his grandchildren and great grandchildren it's just it's neat to watch this and to watch these kids grow into moms of faith but not everybody had that mother who was faithful not everybody had that mother who was close to them for whatever reason there are sometimes moms who just kind of check out and I, I hate it for those of you who didn't have a mother of faith. I hate it for those of you who are not close to their moms. Because there is something special about your mother. There is something very special about your mom and just having her there and knowing that when you fall down and scrape your knee, she looks at you and she says, get up and go back outside and play. Oh, wait, that wasn't what y'all's mom did? Oh. She reaches down and she says, let's go get a Band-Aid. And then she puts Mercuricone on there. And then, you know, why are you crying? Mom, I love you. I, I know you're going to watch this later. I, you were very nurturing and very sweet. 
Um, the reality of it is, is that our mothers are important to us because they're the ones who did take care of our hurts and pains. They're the ones who taught us what love was, unconditional love. So I want to look this morning in Hebrews chapter 11, and we're not going to be long. Believe it or not, I'm going to give you ladies part of the service back. Last Sunday, I was told I went way too long by a particular mother in my life. I'm not going to tell you who that was or anything, but um, Hebrews 11, let's stand together. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good testimony. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that the things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and through it, he being dead still speaks. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is what? Impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently Seek him. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the serving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is according to faith. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place which he would receive as an inheritance, and he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelt in the land of promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in tents with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he waited for the city, which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars of the sky in multitude, innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. These all died in faith, not having received the promise, but having seen them afar off, were assured of them, embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. For those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. But now they desire a better That is a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he has prepared a city for them. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promise offered up his only begotten son, whom it was said, in Isaac your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from which he also received him in a figurative sense. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed each of the sons of Joseph and worshiped leaning on the top of his staff. You get what we're doing here. We're talking about faith. So now skip down with me, if you would, to verse number 30. By faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were encircled for seven days. By faith, the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies. 
with peace. Father, we thank you that we can read about faithful women today. Faithful mothers. God, we are thankful for those moms in our life, those mothers who have nurtured us in the faith, who have taught us what it is to love God above all things. Father, bless our moms today. In Christ's name we pray, amen. So we read of all of the great things of faith, and we read about these men, and mixed in with all of these men are two particular women that we want to speak about today. And as we began to think about this, ladies, let me ask you a question. Why can't you serve God? What is it that's holding you back from being faithful? What is it that is holding you back from being an example to your children? There are a lot of, lot of people give all these different reasons. Well, I don't speak well. Um, I, I just don't think that I fit in. I, I don't think I'll be accepted. Well, what if you were 99 years old and you're told you're going to have a child? Think about that for a moment. And here we are. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed, and she bore a child when she was past the age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Folks, if there was ever anybody who was unqualified to walk in faith, to do what God had called them to do, it was Sarah. But yet she said, listen, I don't care where I'm at, how old I am, what's going on in my life. If God said it's going to happen, it's going to happen, and I trust it. Ladies, if you want to live a life of faithfulness, you live a life of faithfulness even when everybody looks at you and says, that can't be done. If God has called you to something, be faithful to it. Continue, even if everyone else looks at you and says, that is impossible, you stay the course. Because what God has called you to, he will bring you through it, I guarantee you. That's the God we serve. And Sarah, there's no way this woman should have had a child, but yet God said it was going to happen. Now, we know what happened at first. What did she do when the angel first told her this? She laughed. Don't get me wrong, but I think I'd have probably giggled too. Right? God, I trust you, but do you know how old I am? Lord, I trust you, but do you understand how crazy this sounds? But the Bible says something. It says, she trusted. What does it say in verse 12? Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead. In other words, there was no, no way he should ever have been born. Therefore, from one man and him as good as dead were born as many as the stars in the sky, multiple innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore. Why? Because she judged him faithful who had promised. Moms, you want to you wanna walk in faith? Then you trust that what God has said is good. And you trust that God has prepared your child to take on the earth and the world that is around it. And trust me, the world is getting worse and worse. But if they see a mother of, of faith, they will have someone to look up to, someone to remember this is how we walk. A woman of faith. My wife and I have been blessed in every church that we've pastored. My wife and I have been blessed with women of faith. And this church 
Obviously, it's the tenure that I have here, almost 18 years. We have had the opportunity to see many women walking in faith. And I have been blessed by looking at some of these women who have come alongside my wife and I, and they are now with the Lord. And let me tell you, they deserved every single reward that they got when they got to heaven. If you have a mother that you know has walked in faith, if you have a mother who knelt down in the middle of the night to pray for your sorry soul, and I don't say that to be funny, I say that sincerely, then you have something to be thankful for. Because we had that mom who stood her ground spiritually on our behalf. She trusted him who was faithful. She knew that God would get us to where he desired us to be. Ladies, God is calling you to live a life of faith in front of your children. I I get it. Some of you, you're here by yourself. You don't have a spouse. And the world would tell you, just leave the spouse. Get out of the marriage. Do your own thing. But yet you're teaching faithfulness by continuing to serve that man who refuses to come to church with you, by continuing to love that man who refuses to come to church with you, by by continuing in that relationship, trying to be the light of Christ to your husband. And if that is you and you're a mother and you're still showing faithfulness, man, I applaud you today. And I recognize the importance that you play in the life of not only your children, but also your spouse. And some of you may say, you know what, Brother Tom, you don't understand. I'm not a good speaker, and I'm not this, I'm not that. Listen, folks, if God can take Sarah and give her a child, you and I have no excuses. Be faithful. Be faithful. Now, we move on. There are others who say, Brother Tom, you don't understand my past. You don't don't know what all I have done. You, You don't understand Listen, if you're saved, that means you have been saved from your past. Isn't that good to know? Saved from that mess. Quit allowing Satan to tell you, you're no good. You've got all this stuff. You've got all this baggage. Really? The Bible says that when a person is born again, they are born anew. Old things have what? Passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Quit living in the old. Quit looking at yourself and going, I can't do it. I'm disqualified. Listen, there are some things in our past that may keep us from doing certain things within the church. But that doesn't mean that you're done. That doesn't mean that you can't be faithful. Listen, there are so many people who think, well, I'm disqualified. Really? You're disqualified. Folks, how well do you know me? Some of you know that I am, I struggle. I struggle. There are times that I, I just, I'm like, God, you know, I'm battling. I, I battle depression from time to time. Ministry gets lonely. Ministry gets hard. I fail, and yet I find God's grace to be sufficient. Here is Rahab the harlot. 
We've heard about her recently. We read over her just a few months back. We look at her again today. Folks, if there was ever anyone in the history of Scripture who you would think was out of place in the genealogy of Christ, it would be Rahab the harlot. Yet the Bible speaks of her faith. Her faith. And she marries a descendant from David all the way up to Christ. We see her in the lineage. Why? Because God looked upon this woman's heart of faith and he saved her. And he grafted her into the family of God. Listen, if you have been grafted into the family of God, you have purpose. Women, you can live in faith. I don't care what your past is. Learn from it. Move on from it. But live in faith. I imagine there are a lot of you in this room. Man, brother Tommy, you just don't know. And I don't need to know. I don't need. We're not that church that wants you to come in and sit down. And tell us everything you've ever done wrong. Now, I pick at people in the church a lot and say, all right, we're going to start with so-and-so and let them start confessing. But the truth is, we're not going to do that. Why? Because if God has handled your past, your past is handled. I don't need to know all the failures that you've had in the past. I just want to know you're going to live in faithfulness. Are you going to live a life that God says, Well done, thy good and faithful servant. By faith, the harlot Rahab did not perish with those who did not believe when she had received the spies with peace. The harlot, that word right there, disqualified. God says, no, 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 no. She was found faithful. She was found faithful. As we read this, we read earlier that it is impossible to please God without what? Without faith. Every now and then I'll have a parent come to me and ask me to please speak to their child. And I get it. I I will speak to that child. But what I find that a lot of our children, because this happened with my own daughter, I find that a lot of our children struggle with what we struggle with. One of the greatest things that I ever was taught was that nobody's perfect. Did y'all know that? Nobody's perfect. And sometimes as a parent, you got to sit down with your kid when you see them struggling with things you struggle with and say, you know what? You're not alone in this. I have failed in these areas as well. Now, ladies, being Mother's Day, we will allow you to look at your child and say, your father has failed in these areas as well. Okay, we'll give you a pass today. No, but the truth is, one of the greatest gifts that a mother can give to their child is they can walk through the storm with them. Let them know I have struggled. I have failed. We are not disqualified because of our past. We're disqualified because we refuse to give God our past. Trust God with it. Live in faith. Moms, listen to me, and I mean this. 
we are beyond blessed to have women who are faithful. A lot of you, and you'll understand what I mean by this, you are a first-generation faithful person. Nobody else in your family was ever faithful. Nobody else in your, you didn't have a mom to teach you what faithfulness looks like, so you're that first generation of faithfulness. You're going to leave a testimony of faith that's never been left before in your family. People always talk about a legacy, but you know I always talk about leave a testimony. Leave a testimony of faithfulness and watch what God can do for your family. We are without excuse. If God can make Sarah as old as she was have a child, and he can take a harlot and graft her into the family of God, moms, you have no excuse. Live a faithful life. Amen? Let those kiddos see it. Let's stand together. Father, we thank you for your love and your grace. We thank you for the fact that you absolutely take care of us. Father, you, you deal with our stubbornness. You deal with what we consider our disqualifications. And yet, Father, your grace has qualified us to live a life of faithfulness. But for those who are still living in the past, God, will you deal with their hearts this morning? Will you deal with their hearts and let them just come to that place right here at this altar and say, God, I give you my past because I want to live a life of faith in front of my children. Maybe there's a wife in here today who says, you know what? I'm struggling because my spouse doesn't help me. My spouse doesn't have an active part in our life, in our spiritual life. Lord God, may they come today and simply commit themselves to you and be that example of Christ to their spouse.